Hey guys, it's Taze Green Life with Patrick Ryan from Setford Marl and uh, was it Burial? Burial? It's very, yeah, it's very, uh, very, people say Varia, people say Varia, people say, people confuse us for burials. So it's very confusing, but yeah, it's, it's very, uh, like, think like you're in a conversation and you go, it's very, uh, that's a cringy way to put it, but that's, that's how it very, is. Uh, um, so yeah. Varia did just, uh, I guess, produce a new song and you guys just shared it recently. Yeah, we, pro <laughs> we produced it, we put it out in the world. Yeah, we've, we've had that one for, I think, literally six years. We, uh, cause the guys in that band and me, we've, uh, we've known each other for so long and we've been mm -hmm. making so many different styles of stuff. And, uh, that one's just kind of always been on the back burner. And when we got back together, it was like, why don't we actually put this out? So we went and like actually recorded it decently because yeah. the original demos, if I showed you, it sounds like it's from a toaster. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> rough. So this one, I don't think sounds like it's from a toaster. No, but. it doesn't. Um, and then you also just had another one. Uh, the new narrative just came out. Was it like a couple months ago? Yeah, uh, it's, there's a lot. <laughs> a lot of um, and then the human, what was it called? The human assumption i think that's what it's also called the human some shit yeah the that human drops, uh, next yeah. Week. yeah yeah that one's coming out soon um you got the human condition yeah human condition there we go um where would you say you spend most of your time do you do you spend like equal amount of time with both bands or are you mostly with the set for tomorrow the set for uh i'm mostly with the set for tomorrow yeah we we do a lot more um in yeah. person very like we i mean Varia, we've known each other so long, so we we just kind of know like where we are dynamically, I guess. Yeah. But like we said for tomorrow, like there's so much, there's so much that goes up like content wise, like filming and shows and all that. So I'm probably actually physically with them more, I guess. I don't know. I think they do a little bit more. Yeah, you guys create a lot of content on TikTok. How would you say that's something easy to do, or do you spend a lot of time like trying to figure out what to post before you actually post? It's easy for me because I don't really do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's mainly Brendan, James, and yeah. Mikey. They they're like the main three for TikTok. Like I sit there and I like try to make jokes, but I just I just like it's one of those things I just cringe at myself. Like. <laughs> I'm the type of, I have the type of humor where people just kind of laugh at me sort of thing. So it doesn't really work like trying to make skits. Like I've, there's a couple, I've had a few ideas and stuff and like I film it and then I watch it and I'm like, like, I just want to give up every time. <laughs> <laughs> I try to do the same thing. Um, I hate creating content. Like, uh, it's like, I dread it because I have to be like on social media all the time and I hate social media. Um, yeah, I feel like yeah, it's, it's the biggest energy vampire there is yes and you have to create like so many tiktoks and so many people have to view it and then if you don't get good views you're like crap how am i supposed to like get out <laughs> i know if you don't get good views sometimes when i post stuff on tiktok it gets like zero or there's it's even worse it gets like two for like a week and i'm like oh i guess i'll just give up i delete it and then i have to repost. yeah it's the whole process um so um with the set for tomorrow um would you say mikey is one of the only ones that does a lot of the recording and producing or is it everybody together oh for set for tomorrow well generally how it works is mikey will like because i can record and stuff too but my demos are like not good quality but he mainly like i mean he's a great producer so he pretty much just comes up with like 
the nucleus for most of the songs like human condition uh laws of nature and i think there's another one coming out like i kind of like was the genesis of it but like mm -hmm. generally mikey kind of like makes the instrumentals sends it over i track vocals on it and then we pretty much have like an idea of how the song is going to be and then everyone comes in and like changes it and makes it their way you know what i mean so yeah yeah it's it's a little bit difficult because like when you're by yourself you could just like do everything at once and it's your whole idea but then you have like all these other people like it's not just you and the band it's like multiple people that have ideas and they want oh, for me that's across. yeah for me that's good if if it was all me it'd be all cringe all the time <laughs> <laughs> so it's good to have them uh yeah um so what would you say is one of your favorite venues um to play at? you played in like richmond northern virginia new york pennsylvania um what would be one of your favorites My my favorite venues uh my favorite venue i'm i'm gonna sound super old saying this my favorite venue ever was this place called kingdom in richmond it was it's actually like a few blocks down from where canal club is now mm -hmm. that that was my favorite venue like it was <laughs> it wasn't like the nicest yeah. but just the people there and like the energy around it like every time there was a show at kingdom it just popped off um so it was that was great i guess i love canal club canal club is like I'm there all the time, you know, Mikey works there. Yeah, um, he does. So that kind of feels like a second home, but um uh there's a place in New York. I I think it's Long Island, Amityville Music Hall. It's it's a tight little bit. It's like yeah. narrow, but, but it's cool. Um and there's probably so many others I'm forgetting, but those are the two that come to my head. Yeah, cuz like I try to like go a little bit out, but I'm like I can't drive all the way to New York, you know, that's a, that's a long <laughs> stretch, but I'm going to like try, like go to like the, like no, at the Norva and like uh, Chesapeake area and then Northern Virginia is probably like the furthest I'll go uh, right now. <laughs> I know and, Virginia yeah. needs to get some more music venues. They do. They do compared to, was it the Canal Club, the Camel, the National, uh, the Broadberry, I think is one of them. I've, um, I've never been to the Broadberry. I've driven by it though. <laughs> so I guess I'm, I'm it's pretty cool. small it's a small venue but like it's I mean they sometimes have shows there um not compared to like the canal club that has it like every like other day um <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so we got um how do you keep up with all the activities the shows and um all the new people you've met how would you say like you're you know, oh my god it, it it gets hard sometimes i'm not <laughs> yeah. gonna lie it, it definitely is a balancing act um i don't know it's just i really to do this in this day and age like you pretty much just have to like envelop everything like mm -hmm. it's kind of like you can't just like put on a front and then go yeah. and do it and then because people see right through that you know what i mean so you really have to you really have to have a passion for it i think in order to get anywhere in today's as we're just with the way yeah. technology is like everything's mm -hmm. so intimate you know so yeah because like i'll start to go i went to a show last night at the bike shop which was it was weird i don't have you heard of the bike shop on williamsburg road i have now <laughs> um okay so they show they have like a bunch of bands that go out there and like local bands like um defying death was there last night fellowship was there last night um and like it's a little bike shop with like a skateboard and ramp and like they have like shows in the corner and you can bring your own booze and it's it was honestly like it, it wasn't a lot of people <laughs> there but like 
it was homey and it was just like nice everyone was supporting each other and like i didn't even know existed i was like wow these little random little house shows house companies you know that are throwing these little events i think that mattered because like being in the local scene is very important because there's so many different people out there you don't know like you don't know who you're gonna be absolutely yeah Yeah, i i honestly like these little like hole in the wall venues there's this place called there was this place called fear cliff it was a skate park Mm-hmm. And uh, bands like Sworn In and stuff came in. Traders, uh, when Traders like first started, they played there. But yeah, I honestly kind of like the smaller, like more DIY venues than like the big like production, you know, where there's like mm-hmm. a separate green room. I don't know. Like I kind of like, like to me, I'll, honestly, I'll play anywhere. As long as there's people having a good time, like yeah. I'll, I'll play in a kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I actually shared a video earlier today and it was a a China band playing at McDonald's. And I was like... <laughs> like how does that happen i love mcdonald's oh, i eat such bad yeah. food so I'll, I'll i would love to do that they're living my dreams <laughs> i actually talked to another band was it uh waters deep and they played in a uh, dunkin donuts i was yeah, yeah. so we, barry was supposed to play that years ago <laughs> yeah they um i guess one of the shows got canceled and they were like well we really want to play and then they just went in dunkin donuts and we're, they were like can we play like, oh my <laughs> gosh yeah let me tell you the story about that so basically uh very back in the day like I'll, yeah. I'll admit it like i didn't know nearly as much as i did now so i was just rushing like so much to get a lot done so we bought this van i think 10 days before it was like this it was a yeah. used prison van and to tell you how sketchy it was we paid <laughs> we paid a thousand dollars in cash and i put <laughs> it in an envelope and we handed it to the guy and i was because i was like way younger i didn't think like oh yeah cars need maintenance so it had all these problems and we loaded up it was like this gigantic prison van with like the stuff on the window it was it was bad and so we start driving down to north carolina we were going to do like seven or eight days with them and uh (laughs) i was driving and then in north carolina like when you're going down uh um so like when you're going down there's like five lanes and uh the tire, it not only popped, but it started to actually come off of the van. Oh, no. And it was like, and then it started like catching on fire. And so I had to pull like five lanes over. Yeah, it almost killed. And all these semis nearly like hit us on the way. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Oh, and then we God. didn't do any of the shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, um, right now, like, I can't wait till I get a better setup, you know, like, because I'm just doing everything on my laptop at this point. And like I have just yeah. have a mic hooked up to my laptop, and then like I'll do like live interviews, um, and I'll just hook the mic up to my phone, and I'll be like, um, "Can you guys just record from over there?" And you know, and, and people look at me weird, but I'm like, "It works, it works." What uh, if it works? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's how you do it. I don't and know what just, the heck I just said, but <laughs> <laughs> if it works, it works. Yeah, if it works, um, it works. How do you feel about the scene now? Like, do you think there's some things that should change or um, should be added to it and things people should do? hate them all. No, the scene now, um, I think, honestly, I think after COVID, a lot of people realized, I think the people that really wanted to Mm -hmm. do this kind of stuck around. I see a lot of, like, I was looking at flyers, funny enough, uh, a couple of days ago from like years ago. And there's so many bands that just kind of fell off due to venue closures or, you know, COVID. Um, and all that stuff, but I, I think, I think it's good. I think there's a lot of people that uh, have a lot of drive in this uh, scene and stuff. And yeah. Uh, to the next question, you know, working with some cool people. Um, 
who do you enjoy working with and who do you think you should you know go back on tour with and you know back on tour with i wish i could just uh, i wish i could just take everybody out like that i've gone out with honestly <laughs> yeah. um i like going out with new saviors we just went out with new saviors uh in june yes we only did like four days with that it seemed like it went by super fast but they were they were really cool um shout out new saviors if you watch this yeah <laughs> um i think it's great that um you're like networking and still trying to be friends with these people do you think networking is very important yeah it's crucial and honestly one thing that i i notice uh just with i guess in the music industry a lot of people like this is just a pet peeve of mine but it seems like a lot of people just like kind of use people as like connects you know what i mean there's no like real like yeah human element to that and I, I would like to get back to more of like a you know oh like like i don't care how many like likes or whatever people have like or whatever their following is like if you're a nice person i'll talk to you you know it's just getting back to that human element i think there but yeah that's that's something i've noticed too um just that's not just i'm not saying that about the scene but just like music in general like i wish there was more of like a human connection rather than just like oh you have this amount of whatever so let me talk to you to try to know you for that because it's it's very transparent when i see that you know i've noticed it too like it's a lot of like especially on the social media you can see it like everyone's just hearting each other and like oh i love you so much but yet they don't like you never see anybody else in other shows you know it's yeah <laughs> I, I try to go to all of them i try really hard and i mean it's it's hard but like I feel like other bands should do the same thing. If there's not, you know, if they're not doing anything, if they don't have any shows, they should still support the local music and the local scene because it like, it helps other bands, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. And I feel like people just need to be like friends instead of like competition. I mean, it is, you know, a big market, but we can still be like nice to each other and still support each other. And I think that's important. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think too, like, especially, like I said, in this day and age where like everything, like you see everyone's life, like just all the time now with social media and stuff like that. So it's, it's very easy to tell who's like doing stuff for the right reasons and who's mm -hmm. just kind of like trying to clout chase. And I, I could tell you, honestly, like the people that do it for the right reasons are usually like the people that work with everyone because everyone wants to work with them because they're so nice. Like, it's just, it's just chill. At least that's what yeah. I've noticed my experience, but. Yeah, I don't like to hang out with like some of the bands that are just always like doing other things and it's all like a business. Um, and I'm just like, can we just like hang out and vibe and like treat each other like people? Like we yes. don't have to do yes. anything, you know, we can just hang out and just be people, you know, you're not just set for tomorrow and all that. You're an actual person and yeah. like. People are like, oh my God, Patrick Ryan's here. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. He's, he's <laughs> no a cool one says dude. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's a great person. Like they're, they're, they're excited because they're like, oh, this famous star in Richmond is coming out. And I'm like, he's a person. Normally, normally they go like this. They go, oh, Pat's here. <laughs> they roll their eyes and they walk away. <laughs> they go, oh, again with him. <laughs> oh god he's here again <laughs> i know right yeah um so what kind of influences uh helped you evolve in your music today um well i'm an emo boy i'm an emo <laughs> boy at heart so i love stuff like my cam or like early escape the fate yeah. scary kids stuff like that um but uh 
yeah i would say like for this genre like those types of bands like really helped me like get into music with screaming in it like before because i grew up in california and when i lived in california i only listened to like green day blink 182 like i was very much this yeah the stereotype and then i moved here but everyone wanted to play stuff like uh kill switch or bullet for my valentine that's when they were like huge yeah and then uh well i remember like hearing screaming at first and actually being scared i was like why you talking about blah it was it was creepy and then uh it's one of those things where it's like the more you play it the more and the more like technically advanced you become like the funner it becomes and then it's like you get used to it um yeah but yeah i think it's funny because like i remember my first ever screamo show um when i was 14 i went to the canal club and i saw in fear and faith and i was like oh my god that's so scary oh my god and then like eventually it just like evolved into me oh my god i love them so much like the older Wait, i got i might i might have played that show when what year was that that was a long that was a long time ago that was probably like ah oh man I are you sure it was i was in Club? sixth grade i was in sixth grade because i love in fear and faith i have a <laughs> shirt somewhere over here i'm not even i'm not even kidding i love that man um i think they did a song it was a gangster paradise too uh <laughs> in fear and faith did yes they did a cover for gangster paradise yeah i i totally remember it and oh god he's cool you know what i think one of the bands that came there i, I don't remember there was this um african-american like front man and i was like oh, he's so cool i was like look at his voice i'm like he's so badass on the stage and now <laughs> I'm, like seven dust and like all these like what was it um volumes uh and i then, love like, volumes yes volumes is like one of my favorites and then like of course r804 you know he's repping 804 yeah yeah <laughs> um, but yeah like i i don't remember when it was but i was like in a mosh pit and i was like oh my god what am i doing here i'm gonna die <laughs> i'm pretty sure if it was in fear and faith i'm pretty sure my old old local band played that show i don't I know feel like i was, it was 13. i'm like 27 I, now so we're putting yeah, it out I'm 27. there <laughs> oh, the, then we had to be the same age what you, you were in a, a punk band when you were uh uh when i moved when i moved here i was uh in like i was in a bunch of local bands but uh that i think you're thinking of kingdom actually because i have pictures of it yeah all right so here's something really cringe my old 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 local band back in the day we wore suits for one of the shows and i'm pretty sure it's in fear and faith i'm i I can find pictures of it i'm pretty sure i really don't think it was the kingdom because i remember like standing outside um, and you know how like you have to wait outside to get inside when it opens. And I remember like the yeah. pizza pizza place, the bottoms up pizza right across the street. So um, I actually never went to Kingdom and I kind of wish I did, you know, um, but I've been to like all the other venues um, and new venues like the bike shop. That was insane. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anything, we know it's not a phase. No, it's still it's it's still around. <laughs> I feel like Richmond has. Um, Richmond has a big metal scene and I love it. Like, I love it how we're all like trying to get out and like trying to be big, like Bad Omens, two members from Bad Omens, you know, yep. they're both from Virginia. Um, Nick does Tantrum Tattoo in Petersburg. So like, I feel like all of us can like get out, you know, and yeah. do the same thing because like 
Richmond's starting to up, like up and come a little bit. Um, and I've, I've been noticing a lot of like stars are moving into like Virginia and they're starting to get more in the scene. Like Pierce the Veil is at the Canal Club. Like that was. I know. I was so sad. I couldn't go to that. Yeah, me too. And I was like, oh my God, like what the heck? Where did the show come from? <laughs> my friend Scott was there, uh, our drummer from Varia, and he was like sending me live pictures. And I was like, I was like, don't do that. It makes me jealous. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think there was like a lot of people that were kind of upset because they were like, we do have a scene. Um, it, it showed because it sold out in like literally 12 minutes um and people were like you know there is a scene nobody wants to go to local shows and like support the local they just only want to go where it's like a big brand and how like a lot of the big bands don't have opening spots for like local sh like local people they just do like big shows and that's it and I feel like more openers should be like brought in from the local scene to get them like more experienced yeah I think it's both sides of the card too like yeah like they could probably show some love to the locals but also too I think it's also on the locals to be uh to be grinding hard enough to make people want to come out yes. you know what I mean and yeah. like as someone who's I was the little scene kid with the hair outside the hot topic in the mall you know selling pre-sale tickets like it's that type of grind you know the it's 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 both but yeah I agree um, do you think um, it's been a little bit easier since you've gotten older compared to how it was when you were like younger starting out? Um, not on my body. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say that I'm definitely more tired after every show now. Um, but easier. Um, yes and no, in some ways, like, I mean, the older you get or the older people get, like the more they, the more experience they have. So that that's helpful. But uh yeah, I don't know. There's sorry, I'm reading something. <laughs> yeah, the, the older I get, there's more experience, which is really helpful. But um, I try to always like keep an ear to the ground and just stay humble. Like I always try to think like, you know, I'm just a person like I don't know everything and mm -hmm. I don't ever try to have like an ego or anything like that. And that's super important because you, you look personable. You look like you're supporting me. Like I'm not like big out there yet, but like you came on here and you talked to me for a little bit. Um, yeah, of course uh yeah my video keeps going in and out <laughs> of course that's probably my service i'm infamous for my bad service by the way i'm sorry i tried to connect <laughs> it, it's a little bad on my side too i think it could just be the internet like because <laughs> i'm going in and out you catch the last end of my my video like see <laughs> um we're getting close to the end here. Uh, was there anything you wanted to talk about really quickly? Anything you want everyone to know before we get off? Nah, no, uh, we, uh, Human Condition comes out next week. It's October 14th for Separate Tomorrow. Uh, we have a show in Baltimore, same day uh, with our boys in Dying Arms. There's Alka, there's a few other good bands on there too. So if you're in the area, or even if you're not in the area, come try to be, because yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be a lot of people there. It's going to be, a good time and i'm definitely wearing my mask <laughs> yeah um and you want to uh put it in your tag a little bit uh you know tell people where we should follow you um my personal tag is at pattering with two g's um someone took the one with one g and then uh i sing for a band called separate tomorrow and i sing for another band called variant all right great it was a pleasure doing this interview with you um and it's been great thank you for joining taste green life yeah, thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. Okay.